you all sent me a lot of questions about breaking into biotech with a career in clinical research. You want to know more about entry-level roles in this field, what career growth looks like, and my thoughts on CRE ladders. So let's start with entry-level roles, which include clinical research associate, aka CRA, clinical research coordinator, aka CRC, clinical monitor, also known as a field CRA, and clinical field specialist roles, just to name a few. The entry-level salary range is between $60,000 and $100,000 per year. There are roles that will give you the flexibility to work from home or travel on a regular basis, so you aren't necessarily working out of an office 100% of the time. As far as career growth, these roles can grow into uh, managers, directors, VPs of clinical operations, clinical development, clinical and medical affairs, project management, and even medical device sales. As a general rule, I want you to remember that larger companies have highly specialized roles allowing you to become a subject matter expert for a very small part of clinical research activities, whereas smaller companies have less specialized roles, exposing you to more clinical research activities, which can help you better understand what is actually needed to move a medical product from clinical inception to market approval. Having this knowledge and experience is important for roles in clinical project and study management, but I'd say not as important for clinical monitoring uh, management roles. I could see how these extensive CRA ladders we are seeing in the field could be beneficial for people who love the CRA work and know that they want to move on to manage other CRAs because yes, the goal is to become a subject matter expert before you go on to managing uh, others in that area. But I don't necessarily think the full CRA ladder is beneficial uh, for people who know that they want to move into clinical project or study management. If you're still deciding on a career path, I want you to consider these three things. First, what work environment best suits you? Do you or will you need the flexibility to work from home? I am seeing a lot more positions in clinical project and clinical study management that do allow that work from home flexibility. And you won't necessarily find that in some of the other roles out there. Number two, what is your learning style? No matter what role you go into, you will have to learn in order to grow. So make sure that that role is aligned with your learning style. For example, if you like in-person, hands-on work, you love learning about the science behind medical products, and you like teaching others how to use the medical products, a clinical field specialist role may be a better option than, say, a clinical project or study management role. In a clinical field specialist role, you get to become very familiar with the product, which could set you up very well to move into medical device sales, should you wish to do that in the future. 
To learn more about medical device sales careers, check out episode two of the MedTech Hustlers with Joel Harris and AJ Panmore. The last thing to ask yourself is, do you want to go into people management or do you want to be in an individual contributor role for as long as possible? Some roles like those in clinical project management and the clinical field specialty will allow you to be in individual contributor roles for a bit longer and it gives you more time to work on those leadership skills so that you can learn to coach, support, and lead other team members. I'm going to end with a reading from Leaders Eat Last by Simon Sinek. Those at the top have all the authority and none of the information. Those at the bottom have all the information and none of the authority. Not until those without information relinquish their control can an organization run better, smoother, faster, and reach its maximum potential. The best leaders share what they know ask knowledgeable people for help performing their duties, and make introductions to create new relationships within their networks. Poor leaders hoard these things, falsely believing it is their intelligence, rank, or relationships that make them valuable. It is not.